death is a funny thing. It is something that we prepare for. We realize it's coming. We could even say goodbye many times. But when it hits, it's always a shock. Always. You're never really ready. Especially if it's someone whom you love very dearly, who's passing away. You're never really ready. But it's important to have kind of an understanding of what it means to us and what those whom we love mean and where we go. And in thinking of death, I think a lot of immortality. Or rather, I think of something that um, Plato speaks about, and he speaks about different kinds of immortality, different ways that we live on. And and when he's developing it, I think it's a good meditation for times such as funerals or goodbyes, because he'll distinguish three kinds of immortality. Um, the first kind that he'll talk about is very material. It's the immortality of the generations that continue after me. So it'd be, for example, the immortality of the DNA that we pass on or the genes that we pass on. The children that we have, it's our children that have in their bones something of us. We carry in our bones our forefathers. And it's seen in our traits, it's seen in our ways, it's seen in so many things. And it's a nice and comforting thought that those who have passed are carried on in us. And that that first level, material level, shouldn't be uh, completely relegated. It is something that is also very important um, because I carry in what I do this song that uh, my forefathers have sung. But it leads me into the second one, which is where it gets even more profound because while, yes, we do live on through the generation, but at the same time, it's something that's very material and in that sense can be rather superficial immortality. And there's a much more beautiful immortality in the honor or the things, the heritage that we have left behind. And I think of someone like my own grandfather, um, who uh, didn't always live as a saint. He was an Irish Catholic and kind of wild, I hear. Um, But he certainly did die as a saint. And he certainly did leave me as a a great heritage. Um, His dying words, as he were to me, was to love God, to love Jesus with all my heart, and to climb every mountain. You know? And... It was a beautiful moment to be able to spend six months with him living in our house as he was slowly passing away from cancer, you know. It was a precious moment that I wouldn't change for the world. And he left a song for me to sing. He left a a reality in my heart, a, a profound mark, and it was his heritage for me. And 
to a great extent, I feel like I, I sing his song. And it's even more than the DNA, it's more than the genetics. It's all of the heritage that he's left. And it's true in general that we receive from our forefathers a beautiful song, and we have to learn how to sing it. And our forefathers are carried on and live through our actions, through our ways of being. And we enter into this song that's sung by all the communion of saints from all time. And so I think that that's much more profound uh, immortality. You see it most especially, of course, in like authors or, or people that uh, we still speak about quite a bit, like the Shakespeare's and whatnot, or Plato, who I got this from, right? Um, but you also see it in those that are not as grandiose as those. You see it in your grandparents, in those that have passed. I remember once talking with a, a couple who lost their child in most tragic, most, most tragic of ways. And I uh, repeated to them, you know, um, will this child who died before he could even speak, will this child's uh, memory be only that of suffering? Or will it leave a song written on your own heart that will sing that uh, your child was a gift, a gift of love, a gift that you loved, and a gift that has taught you how to love. And years later it came back to me that, that those words uh, had a profound effect. And I think it's true, though. Um, we have to search to sing of our forefathers or those who have gone before us. But the third kind of immortality is even greater, and that is the immortality, properly speaking, of the soul. And Plato will speak about that quite a bit, and how we will live on after death. And we still believe it. You know, we haven't changed on that, that uh, you are called to the eternal life. You are called to afterlife. And in this immortality, we still remain close with those who have passed. We don't see them anymore. And so it's deeply sad to lose them. We miss them very dearly. But as Christians, we hope, we hope to meet them again. As Christians, we hope that we will hold hands for all eternity. We hope that this is not the end. Death is not the final word. And so it's important. It's important to remember that there are three forms of immortality, but this last one, it is the most important. We do believe in everlasting life. And we will meet them in eternity. So in that, may our Lord Jesus Christ Receive the dead, receive those who have gone before us, take them to his heart. May our Lord really bring them into the heart of his Father, for he goes before us to prepare a room. Let not your hearts be troubled, but trust in him.
In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.